what's going on guys so again this is Sven's experience again we've kind of like renamed from Sven's paper experience to Sven to Sven's experience because of distribution purposes again by you know you know who but anyway today we're off to like a really good kind of like topic and really good guest because this is like the people that I admire the most in the industry not just because of how much they kind of like support the shows that I do but also in a way they're I think they're one of the most power couples in the whole vape community because of what they do so let me introduce to you one of the good friends and also one of the best people that I know of in the community Mr. Kelly or sorry Miss Kelly Stewart and Nicholas Stewart sorry sorry about that in in you know me That's okay. I always have like you know dangle clacks here and there with my speech but yeah how has your days been going so far guys it's going vengeance no longer has this cone of shame so that's hey. a plus right <laughs> it's it's been a long day oh man so for today we'll talk about again this is like a recap kind of thing of like the Wolf Bite. If you guys don't know, there's a show called Wolf Bite every Thursday, it's 3 p.m. Pacific, 8 or 6 p.m. Eastern on KVTV's channel. That being said, we're going to tackle their vapey stories and as well as how did Rescued started and as well as a very interesting topic that I kind of have in mind for the next 30 minutes or so that being said we're gonna go on first with our buffet so i would request the women to take it first because women goes first ladies first okay well i apologize for any noises in the background vengeance is in his cage behind me so but as always i have my Voorhees rescue box with the random dog paw print on there because you know i don't want to point out which one's my favorite so i put a paw print on there and then i've got the apocalypse 25 with a half moon tip and british hey. eyes coils inside i have my, my homeboy vengeance because you know he's my favorite that's all i've been really vaping on lately and then yeah nick what have you been vaping on, buddy? Well, for me, I have my Voorhees Rescue Box like Kelly, but I have the black one with, I'm not ashamed to admit it, but Ben is and was and will always be my favorite dog. Aww. And then inside of there, I have Nico. And then I have my uh, Immortal Bang. And inside the bang, I have uh, Divine from um, uh, Vicious Vixens. Hmm. It's a really good strawberry lemonade. Lemonade is still my thing. I just need to find that kind of like good lemonade. I, Do you like more of like a real lemon? Not really, but like the hint of a lemon would be good. But it's not really on the lemonade side because like I think for the most part i've been vaping on like some kinds of like rainbow lemonade and 
there's some that's like cactus lemonade-ish on that kind of feel, but like it's a little bit more of the cactus side and just a hint of lemon. So if that's how it feels, I'm down for it. This one is a good solid lemonade up front and then like a hint of a strawberry in the background. Mm. So I don't I don't know if you would be something that you would like since you're more of a solid different note up front and then the lemonade. Yeah. I'm down for both. So Well, it'll also take six months to get to you. Uh, sure. So it's <laughs> but for the record, at least it's safe. So that, that's the good part. Yeah. And for me, I've been kind of like in in rotation here and there, but like the vert with the unicorn and that I have my U-turn loop shake, loop shake, shake, yep. And then next is kind of like a retro-ish vaping. I have my Titan with a recoil on top of it. And then in that, this is... Clowns and Nick's favorite juice and dog as well. It's Vengeance. So, yeah, still vaping mm-hmm. on the Vengeance. Yep. And then lastly, I just have my dot AAO for kind of like a mouth to lung thing. And in that, I have Nasty Juice. Mango. Yeah. Do you enjoy the mouth to lung setups better than your regular mechs? Or is it just something you crave randomly? So, I... I'll be honest with you, buddy. I've been like a mech guy for so long like i've liked my tubes and i like my parallel mechs to be honest with you but again like here and there i kind of like find myself like six out of ten times kind of like picking up my mtl setups i don't know why but like there's just like some things that has I don't know, like, okay, like, I have a quote-unquote ADHD because it, it's undiagnosed, so, sure. But, like, there's sometimes when when I used to smoke, I used to, like, fidget a lot. So, I used to, like, kind of, like, do, like, fidgeting here and there. So, that's why maybe I kind of, like, feel like it. So, the, okay, yeah. Like, there are some times that I do, but in a way, whenever I'm inside the house, I lean towards my max. Whenever I'm outside, I lean towards my pod. So, yeah. What about, what about you, Nick? Like, what about you guys? Do you find yourself kind of, like, gravitating to, like, MTLs or Mountalongs? Never for me, honestly. Like, anything, I know I can do a, th- like, anything over a three, Nick kills me. Okay. And I know I can do a three nick and a MTO. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't find any satisfaction in it at all. Not even one with like rebuildable that I can put in there and make the coil the size of a coil coil ohm the way I want it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I prefer my max. Every once in a while I'll drop down to a sub ohm tank, but I'll stay with a mech nine out of ten times. Like my 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 rescued box goes with me to every single one of the job sites that I go to. Mm-hmm. Or my bang, one of those two always. Sure. Yeah, I always have a mech. I'll, I'll use a pod, like a pre-filled pod device mm-hmm. if I'm driving, just because it's easier to, to use a pod device than, you know, try to put liquid on coils. Sure. But, I mean, that's really the only time that I use a pod mm-hmm. device. 
And for lo lots of everyone who's kind of like, kind of like more of a hobbyist side, every, everyone kind of like knows that there's the hobbyist side of things where you got to know your battery safety. And if ev everyone doesn't know, there's something called Ohm's Law. If you're familiar to it, then that's good. But if you're not familiar, again, approach your local vape shop or anyone in the community who's kind of like into mechs who could guide you into what could what could you do in a mech. And speci especially like protruding 510s. You need that, and especially like what batteries to use. You also need that. So yeah, that being that being said, again, I'm in puberty age, so you know, 21, getting getting right in there. But I want to know, rescued, right? Rescued is this everyone's kind of like love for not just animals in general, but like. As well as your favorite kind of like desserty flavor, flavorful, you know, flavorful juices. But I want to know more about Nick and Kelly before we dive down to rescued. How did Nick and Kelly get into vaping? And I would be the first one to do this, but I'm pretty sure Kelly would do it as well. But take it away, Nick. <laughs> so. We got into vaping by my nephew. Um, I was, Kelly smoked cigarettes. I only smoked cigarettes from for about maybe a month, if even that long. Mm -hmm. I hated the flavor. I hated the taste. Um, one of my friends got me moved from cigarettes over to hookah. Loved it. And I was smoking my hookah for... I'd say between three to six hours a night, but religiously every single day. And on the weekends when I had time off, mm -hmm. the bowl was always lit and it was maybe an all day thing or it'd just be lit and burning. And every once in a while I'd walk over and take a hit off of it. Sure. But if you came over and he's like, I can blow a bigger cloud than you. And it's like, congratulations. I don't care. <laughs> And he's like, no, you got to try it, though. The flavor is so much better than your hookah. And I was like, no, I'm good. One thing led to another. I ran out of my tobacco for my hookah when he was over. And now he's like, you want to try my vape now? I was like, fine. Went over, tried his vape. It wasn't the worst thing I'd ever put in my mouth. And I went to the local vape shop and I picked up a setup and I got hooked on 556, Gorilla 556. Well, Kelly hated that flavor and she's like, I've already tried vaping and vaping didn't work for me the last time. I ha she had a little, not a disposable, but. Cigarette. Yeah, a, a, a POS. And I was like, well, just come with me to the vape shop. You know, the guys aren't that bad over there. And she's like, yeah, but I'm not a douche. And I was like, I know. I get it. I'm a douche now, too. And she went over there finally, fell in love with a Battlestar mod. Do you remember those, Frank? Oh, yes. 
The small ones? Yeah. Yep, a little two battery. And she fell in love with it. We got I don't even remember. Um I, I don't remember what tank she had, but it was a Battlestar and she got uh own boys um anarchist red. Mm. And that's how she quit smoking, and I quit my hookah with five five six. I smoked, I started smoking when I was nine. I was a foster kid. So I used to steal them from, you know, foster parents, friends, friends, parents. It it didn't matter because in my head, I thought, well, what's the worst thing I could do? Someone will pay attention to me. Yeah. So I started smoking at nine and I wasn't like a real smoker until I hit about 15, 16. And then I was a pack and a half a day, every day without fail and i smoked until i was probably 30-ish yeah yeah it was a real long time of smoking and i didn't want to quit i am an accidental quitter like 100 percent accident i had no intentions of quitting i went into the vape shop with nick as more of a fine i'll go in to shut you up but i had no desire to quit smoking and i would literally light my cigarette and vape I would hold a lit cigarette while vaping and then I ran out of cigarettes and just, I've been meaning to go pick up another pack, but I haven't made it that far yet. Mm, I mean, in all reality, I guess you'd say that I was an accidental quit, um, transformation. Yep. Transformer. I'm a robot. You've always wanted to say you're a transformer. Yeah. Transform. <laughs> transform. Yeah. Let's say that. Yeah. We'll go with I was an accidental one too because, like, when my nephew introduced it, I, I had no plan on switching over. Mm-hmm. But honestly, since then, I mean, that was the only good thing that came about with the, that visit from the nephew. Yeah. <laughs> so, and this what kind of like my curious thing about kind of like everyone that I ask in this show is and this will be like separate questions for you and for Kel- for you Kelly and you Nick. Did you guys ever like kind of like miss a habit from your smoking slash hookah days? Because I mean a lot of people kind of like admit that there are some parts of like that kind of like age or era that they miss, but some people actually don't. So I'm kind of like curious about it. Like, did you ever get to like a point where I kind of miss this force of habit that I have when I was smoking slash doing hookahs? Go for it, love. Well, I mean, I will say after I started vaping, I was probably vaping, only vaping for like six, eight months. And I was a manager at a restaurant i tried to smoke again i really did i forced one of my employees to give me a cigarette and i went out back and i got about halfway into the cigarette and got really sick so you know it that was not the thing that i was doing and sometimes i do miss i don't miss anything about the flavor or anything like that i miss the whole like attitude that comes with smoking a cigarette like 
the the badassery is, yep. in a way. Like people look at it and go, "Oh, she's smoking a cigarette. She must be hardcore." Like I kind of miss yep. that, but that's really it. Sure. <laughs> For me. I actually miss the smell of Kelly lighting the cigarette. The very first, just the initial lighting of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hated the taste of cigarettes, but that smell was like heaven to me for some reason. And then for, I don't know. Why. I don't know. I'm weird. But for the hookah, I mean, vaping is a very social thing. I mean, we get to sit down and talk with you. We talk with all the other guys and we get to hang out with people. I mean, we can go to our local shops and hang out, but it almost feels like there's not as deep of a connection when you're sitting down with your friends and vaping as there is when you're sitting down with your friends and strangers when you're smoking the hookah. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense at all. It does. I mean, I thought about, you know, yesterday was Father's Day, so I, I thought about asking Kelly, you know, hey, you want to go to the hookah bar? But it's like, it's a Sunday night. I'm going to sound like a really old person, but <laughs> they're going to have loud music. Like it, it <laughs> during the week, the hookah bar is the way that I I grew up with hookah bars. Traditional med- Mediterranean hookah bars. There's quiet. There's Arabic music playing. There, you know, the staff is friendly and all that stuff. There's camaraderie going on. But on a weekend over at the hookah bars over in Pittsburgh. It's college kids and just loudness, not karaoke, but random DJs coming in. The music is playing as loud as the speakers will let it, let it go. And it, it is the, the idea behind the hookah seems to be almost gone now, mm-hmm. you know, and it makes me sad. It's because we're old. <laughs> like, okay. And I always tell this whenever... I kind of like be be recording the show, but again, I miss the fidgeting part of like smoking because like smoking is kind of like or cigarettes are kind of like this kind of like small depends of of course on what size you do because there's like large extra large now for some instance that it kind of didn't know, but for the most part, I used to, like, fidget the cigarette a lot and play with it a lot. And, like, even at, at a certain level, I flicked it here and there, which is, like, a natural thing for me. Because that's how, like, I, I kind of grew up and that's how I kind of threw cigarettes on, like, unlike your cig- cigarette bins or, you know, th- those kinds of things. And like Kelly, I think I kind of miss I either of the two, because you have that certain status that when you, that it's like when you're a smoker, you're a badass. Like that's how we kind of like that. That's how we do the connotation. And when you're a smoker, you have like this certain status in life where it's like you you grew like around couple more tiers than a than a regular individual so somebody would be able to like talk to you somebody would do keep you company or at at a certain level depends on like how or 
not how, but what your smoking basically is, it's it's usually going to be like a question of, hey, can I have a cigarette or something else, something like that. So you know, let certain company that you miss, and yeah, and sometimes I find myself like when I'm outside. You know, some people kind of like evade you because you're vaping for some reason, and second, and there's something called secondhand vaping, which is like we haven't proven a lot lately. So you know, like that's yeah. that's a lot for like making it into a new thing. But now, here's my other question: How? So let's say transitioning from your from your age of like you were smoking, right? Or after you're smoking, you're now a vapor. So how did you guys started rescued? Because that's the most kind of like juicy parts for me is whenever it's always rescued, we always know like Kelly rescued. Sometimes there's like some tidbits of like Nick, re- Nick rescued there. But I want to know... How did Rescued actually started? So Rescued started as a line that we were going to keep in our vape shop. We never figured it was going to be big. We never figured we were going to move more than the small little podunk town that we had our vape shop in. And so the whole reason we started it was... One, I wanted to find flavors that I really liked and fell in love with. And two, ones for Kelly to fall in love with. And it's, don't get me wrong, there are so many amazing flavors out there. Sure. But nothing just seemed and screamed like, this is your flavor. I mean, I had my all-day vapes. Kelly had her all-day vapes. But it would get old after a while. And one day we went to a convention, uh, Midwest, and I picked up a new flavor, um, strawberry lemonade, actually. Yep. And it by Gorilla Warfare. All right. No, sorry. By their sister company, Corso Blue. And I mixed that with 556. Completely head over heels in love with the combination. Hmm. And told Kelly, I was like, okay, this, we need to make our own flavors. I go, this, I go, if I know that this was just luck, but this was the most amazing thing I'd ever stuck in my mouth hole. Like it, it was almost like drool coming out. Like I would just like re swallow the drool just because I was like, oh, I can still taste it. And so she's like, all right, fine, whatever, come up with your own flavor. And Ben was created after a lot of trial and error. And then she's like, well, what about me? And I was like, well, what do you like? And she's like, oh, I love bananas. But it needs to be that nice, like, runty kind of banana. Mm. And I love caramel. So, you know, we want, I want a nice candy caramel in there, too, to go with it. And so we started working, and Vengeance came. And I was like, well, if we're going to play games like this, then Cornbread Pudding, Country Clouds, dude. I could vape the crap out of that. Mm. It is, but only on an RDA. Sure. If I put it into a tank, it tasted like, do you remember corn nuts as a kid? Yes. It it reminded me of corn nuts in a tank Mm. and I hated it. 
Like I loved corn nuts, but it just it's not what you want to eat, yeah. you know. And so we're, we worked on the cornbread flavor because I wanted something that I could rock inside of a tank and rock in an RDA. Sure. So we came up with Velez. And, you know, we didn't want to be, we didn't want everybody to think that we were just trying to steal Country Clouds Asunder or we were just trying to image, uh, mimic them or anything like that. So we're like, all right, let's do a blackberry cornbread pudding. And out came Velez. And it's just doing Rescued has been kind of humorous for us. Mm. Just because of the way it's like, like I love Kelly and Kelly loves me. I have a construction company and I have already fired Kelly from the construction company, what, two, three times? Oh, I don't know. Pretty much every job. Yeah. And, and it's not because, you know, women are inferior and can't do what we do. But it, it, No, it's because your wife is sassy and refuses to do things. Exactly. And I treat everybody as an equal employee. So guess what? It didn't matter that she was the wife or not. She still had to go and do the trash pickups or the Lowe's runs or unload the truck and load the truck. It didn't matter at all. But with rescue, it's completely different. No matter what we're doing, we're equals. No matter what's going on, we, we communicate with each other. There's no hard feelings with each other. One might say something like for a while when we had the vape shop, Kelly was feeling really left out because of the whole, you know, everybody knew me at the conventions and didn't know she really existed besides what they've heard from me. And it's kind of funny because, like, I understood where she was coming from. But at the same time, it was kind of one of those, like, eh, you'll get over it. <laughs> and, and then now, with me focusing so much on the construction company, I'm still part of Rescued, and I still do a lot of stuff with Rescued. But Kelly, 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 Kelly is our marketing. Kelly is the social media. I mean, she runs the whole back end besides packing orders or dealing with shops. And everybody's like, oh, man, Kelly from Rescued. And it's like, hi, I'm Nick. And they're like, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the other, like a couple of weeks ago, I looked at Kelly. I was like, touche. I see what it feels like now. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it, it's, it's, there's never been hard feelings. Like when I fired. And it's also never felt like a job. Yeah. Like I still tell people, they'll say, well, what do you do for a living? And I'll say, I'm unemployed because it doesn't feel like work to me. Like this is something that I enjoy doing. I enjoy helping people quit cigarettes. I enjoy saving animals. Like there's, there's really no term in the employment world for what it is I do. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> when you hear, you know, your flavor had helped me quit smoking. It's like, that's awesome. That, that makes us happy when we ran into customers that we hadn't seen in weeks over at Walmart or just randomly around town. Mm. And it's like, Hey, how's it going? And they're literally doing everything they can to dodge seeing you because they haven't been in. And they're like, we quit vaping. It's like, well, you, you didn't go back to smoking. Did you? Well, no, we just quit everything. Finally. It, it's like, well, what flavor was the final one that really helped you quit? 
And then you hear them like, and it wasn't everybody. Don't get me wrong. It was only a few and far in between, but they're like, Ben or vengeance. Now we start hearing more of Vulcan and Nico Mm -hmm. and it just, it's probably the coolest feeling in the world to me just to know that even after Ben has passed, that there's so many people who know about him and who are enjoying his flavor or that he's helped them go from a cigarette to vaping Mm -hmm. and the success has been actual working for them. It's, I mean, it's almost like Christmas Day every time somebody says something like that to us. It, one of my favorite things is seeing hand checks of people using Ben, and then they'll say Ben is a good boy, and that is like the coolest thing to me because like if you knew Ben back when he was alive, he was the coolest dog. He hated everything, but he also was so sweet. When he finally he finally got past that part of him trying to eat you. He was like the coolest dog mm. ever. And so to see a bunch of people just all over the world, Ben is a good boy. And it's like, oh man, he was a good boy. Yeah, he was. He yeah. is well loved. And I'm proud that Ben got to meet you two because, I mean, no offense to any humans or anyone that will <laughs> hear this, but if I was a dog, and I knew that Nick and Kelly Stewart would be the ones who would be taking me in. I'd lovely get owned by them. You know, like, not just because that I know them as great people, but rescued as a brand and not just as a brand, but as you two do it together. It. They're most of like the two things that I'm looking for a company. It's like the integrity part of it where I know that if and when I'm spending my money on the rescue that I'm actually helping this animals, you know, from humane society and SPCAs. And I love that. And not just that, but the outmost tagline of like rescued whenever you guys end your show whenever you guys actually do your thing every Wednesday nights, by the way, that's on rescued e-liquids YouTube channel. And whenever you guys say that we love you and we like you, that you actually really mean it. So. And that's the cool thing. I mean, like Kelly has always said that to her kids and it's a true statement if you think about it because i mean go back to a family there's always animosity between a mom and a son or a mom and a daughter there's just anybody and I mean, no matter it started 10 years ago yeah. 11 years ago my youngest son was 5 and 5 or 6 we had a bad day and he looked at me and said, mom, I don't love you anymore. I hate you. And I said, no, you love me because I'm your mom. You just don't like me right now. And that's okay. And that was like, we had a long conversation about you will always love your family. You just may not like them and you're allowed to not like people. That's perfectly okay. So when we tell someone we love you and we like you, 
it's because we don't just love you. We also like you. Mm. And there's going to be times where we don't like you, just being honest. Sure. (laughs) That that doesn't mean we're going to stop caring. No. We will still love you. I have looked at that same child and told him, I love you, but I do not like you right now. Mm. Because Kelly's looked at me and said that, and I looked at her and said that. (laughs) Yeah, that's part of being a person is understanding that you're allowed to differentiate the two. Mm. And or my favorite is, I don't want to look at you right now because your voice is annoying me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I don't want to look at you right now because your voice is annoying me. That's kind of. (laughs) Yep. Now that I think of it. (laughs) So here's like the latter part or the second half of the show, which is I want to ask, like, how did you build this kind of like support system first for animals and then second for humans? Because, I mean... I'm part of the rescue discord and I'll be honest with you guys like in all the discords that I'm part of, which is 40 something and counting by the way. So, Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For no joke. 40 something. Not, not because like I, I want to like spam or like, spam swords or wrenches in twitch channels but like sometimes you know you hang around in, t- in twitch or gaming community so much so that's why i also have like several more discords and bar- can barely keep up with anyone <laughs> but right? dude like f- when i had like 10 or like five discords it was already hard so just imagine like 40 but yeah, that's too yeah. many. I'm in three or four of them, and I don't even keep up with that. I don't even keep up. I like we. I do my best to try and keep up with a rescue Discord, but that it's hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like people like you, Frank, and like Kelly, I give y'all credit. I can't keep up with the discords. Like I, I, I've had the, I've hit the point right now where. I'm like, you know what? Social media can just go away and I would be 100% okay with it. Yep. And But he also works 16 hours a day and then comes home and packs the orders. And you know, he, he's by the time he gets a chance to sit down and eat dinner, it's 11 um, o'clock at night. <laughs> and we usually don't go to bed until between anywhere between... Well, we went to bed early the other night around 11 o'clock. But usually we don't go to bed till like one or two o'clock in the morning, just because we're just trying to. Un- I'm trying to unwind. Yeah, like I, I think I remember one Saturday when you say, when you said, "Oh yeah, I have to sleep within like one." Then you extended it around one thirty because I think you were doing some coats and stuff like that, so <laughs> you weren't finished yet. Yeah. But well, whenever Kelly goes out of town, it, it might. My sleep schedule goes back to like how it was when I used to be a bouncer at a nightclub. I would, I'll stay up, I'll mess around on discords with y'all, video chats with y'all because I, I've already talked with Kelly on the phone. She's already gone to bed. 
And so I, I have the free time now to kind of be on the video chats. Mm. There was one where it was me and Chris and I think that was it. Just me and Chris. Oh, no, no. And British Eyes came in, Ryan. We were on video chat or Discord Zoom till about 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. And they looked over at me and they're like, hey, you still awake over there? <laughs> so, but I mean, I think the the whole support system comes from a lot. Both of Nick and I have had interesting lives, and we've never really been supported by friends and family when it came to needing, like, having an emotional issue or needing someone to just vent to. You know, and we want to make sure that anyone we come in contact with feels like we're a safe place. You know, for lack of a better term, you can you can text us or call us or email us and say, "I just need to get this out. I need to say these words," and know that it's okay that we're not going to judge you because there have been many times in both of our lives where people have looked at us and went, "Well, you're just weird." And, you know, we don't want that. And, you know, I get messages every day, you know, hey, my dog's doing this or my cat's doing that. What do I do? And, you know, I don't want to be that person that charges for information because, well, then what, what's the point of having the information? It's kind of my duty to share it with whoever wants yeah. to know it. Like, for the most part, and I guess this is coming from an experience where, so... I'll open up a little bit to you guys. So my sister, she works for the government, mainly the Foster Parents Association of the province that I'm part with in Canada. So as a part of that, her job mainly entails of kind of like on the social media end, but she also... She also does like kind of like interviews here and there, make kind of like matching the foster parents and interacting with them and kind of like the follow up mm -hmm. stages. And not just that, but like she, she, she also does the kind of like the matching and stuff like that. And one of the things that I notice when ever that let's say for example that you're orphaned or some people are some people can be emotionally orphaned i guess because all of people mm -hmm. could feel like they're they're kind of like alone or in some instances like mine that there are sometimes that your parents are kind of like emotionally separated and I feel that, for the most part, one of the things that I like about the rescued community is you're allowed to talk about anything and get in touch with Nick and Kelly about anything because I know not just that they're there for me, but I'll have their backs and they have mine too. And Always. And the best thing about about not just like doing like shows and stuff about you know this kinds of things is you you get to meet a lot of stories of, of 
of people. And we've kind of like narrowed it down to like, oh yeah, rescued. You know, they're it's always like the fact that rescued at SPCAs or humane societies are always like kind of like in touch is really good. But the people think that that's the only thing that they care about people you're wrong i'll be honest with you nick and kelly cares mm-hmm. about you too yeah yeah i mean that's one of the reasons I mean, why in our discord we specifically set up like a men's room and a woman's room women can't access the men's room men can't access the women's room if you have an issue going on and you feel more comfortable talking to a guy about it and then you're a guy, then post it in the men's room. Same for a woman was in the women's room. And if if you're if you identify as something different, and we've labeled you as a man or a woman, let us know. We'll change that. It's easy for us. Mm-hmm. We don't want anyone to feel like they're being excluded or disciplined or discriminated or against. Judged. Everyone deserves a chance to live, whether it's people or pets. We, you know, we are harm reduction for anything that takes a breath because that's what's important to us is, you know, just because your grandma's old, you don't put her down. And when your teenagers are are rude and nasty, you don't throw them away. And we do. You think about it, but you never actually do. Are we really sure about that? Nah. Listen, Nick and I have seven kids between the two of us, and there have been a couple thoughts where we went, I wonder if. <laughs> One of the things, too, like, sort to go all knee pads here, guys, but, like, if I just couldn't help it. But the fact that you guys are both working in your Discord and ensuring that men's mental health and emotional health and women's mental health and emotional health as well are fairly balanced like that's one of the things that i kind of like adore or not kind of like adore but like i adore with you guys because i mean let's be honest sometimes like there there have been times in the society that everything is either overextended to one party and not really to the other and or one party lacks something and the other has overabundance of it like the sen- kind of, the centralist kind of thing in this discord is actually real which which is what i like because it's a fair balance I think that goes back to mine and Kelly's relationship. Like from the day we got together or from the day we got married, I told her if she didn't want to work, she would never have to work again. I would take care of her no matter what I had to do. Even, you know, working my construction job during the day and flipping fries at nighttime, I wouldn't care. And with that, and she just looked at me and she's like, nah, if we get like that, I'm going to get a job. Don't worry. And for the longest time it, it we've and for every time we've always been equal like if we have if we want to buy something we'll usually we'll just be like hey by the way is it okay if we do this or if i do this 
And it, we just look at each other when we get asked that question. And it's like, we don't care. You can do that. You can go buy your shoes or you can go buy the new drill you need, whatever you need to do. I think it's more of a heads up. This money's coming out of the bank account kind of thing. I personally think it's just respect. Mm. Not disrespect, respect. Because it's the communication. I I suck at communication. And I'm sure you've realized that, Frank, dealing with me. Uh, Sure. (laughs) I mean, it's (laughs) if you need me, you need to reach me on my phone. You need to text me or call me. That's how you get a hold of me. And, and, and if you reach out to me on social media, more than likely, it's going to take me a minute and it's going to be Kelly coming and saying, hey, by the way, this person's tagged you and now they reached out to me. Can you get back with them and see what's up? And, and then I'll be like, crap. Okay. But we, everything we do, we, we make sure each other feels comfortable doing it. We make sure we treat each other as an equal. Yep. Yeah, like I really like that you guys have that fairly balance of support system and I would say constructive feedback with each other and that you're actually like spreading that part of on the community because and let's be honest, like some some communities are relatively whenever it's like vapey topics it stays on the vapey topics whereas whenever like i'm unrescued i could talk about anything related to let's say for example like kind of like what shows you know we could do or like how we could we collaborate or not just that but the favorite things that we did And even, like, at a certain aspect that I like about it is I can just, like, and no offense, I haven't done this, but hopefully I won't, I wouldn't. But it's just that sometimes I could just, like, rage and still feel accepted in the community. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing, though. There's, There's so many, not trying to take away from you, Kelly. But there's so many times where there are males that feel like if they're going to get upset that everybody's going to look down on them. Or if you're – my the thing I hate the most is man up, deal with it. Let it out. I mean, I don't care. Call and yell and bitch and moan in my ear. Yell as loud as you want. I'll put the phone down and let you just keep yelling. Yep. I'll be able to hear you still. And that's the thing. And then guess what? You usually feel better about it. You've had a chance to calm down. From that point on, you can work out the situation of what is going on. Mm. Well, I mean, part of being human is having emotions. That's just part of human nature. And to tell someone you're not allowed to feel something because you happen to have a penis, well, that's not fair because there are a lot of ways where I'm not a normal girl. And so does that mean I'm not allowed to have emotions because I'd rather play in the mud? You know, so it's, you know, it's, it's not right. 
men are allowed to have emotions. Men are allowed to feel things too. And women are allowed to be upset about things just as, just as well. I mean, it, I hear all the time, well, it's because you're, you know, PMSing. It's like, no, it's because I don't like you. There's that, you know. So I, we want everyone to be able to say what they need to say and get it out there and not feel like their gender is going to get in the way. Yeah. I mean, so let me open up with you then, Frank, for a little bit. Sure. I grew up with an extremely abusive dad. He would put cigarettes out of my armpits. He would beat the crap out of us. Remember when you were a kid and your parents were like, let me smell your teeth to make sure you brush them? Mm. Well, my dad, the reason my teeth are as screwed up as they are, a lot of people have either had that conclusion that it's from drugs or just not caring about dental hygiene. My dad actually used to take his pocket knife out every single night and scrape my teeth until my gums bled, whether I brushed them or not, just to prove a fact that he was in control. And so he ripped off all the enamel of the teeth, and that's why my teeth are as messed up as they are. But after years of dealing with that, my mom finally left my dad. So from a time of about 9, 10, I grew up with a mom and three sisters. So, sweetie, if you want to go and watch chick flicks, I am your man. <laughs> you want to go hunting or fishing? I have never done that man. a day in my life. And that is something that Kelly would do with you. Mm. So we grew up differently, Kelly and I did. And it's kind of funny because a lot of people joke around with, well, you must be the girl in the relationship then and Kelly's the man. Okay. That's fine. I don't care. I can cook. I can clean. And I put the toilet seat down after I pee most of the time. Not all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would say nine out of ten times you do. Every once in a while. I I am an able-bodied person that I can put the toilet seat down. But Kelly always makes sure she puts the toilet seat down after she pees, too. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. See, there's that. So, for... For, like, some of the parts of, like, my early life, like, I kind of, like, don't remember that much. Not because of my attention span, but mostly because, and I felt that it was due to childhood. So, if you grew up, like, in a quote-unquote Hispanic slash kind of, like, um kind of like an Asian family, namely Philippines, let's say, guys. So at least we kind of like, you know, distinguish which country it is. But there's always like a time in my life where there's either of the two things. I get hit by a belt because I did something wrong or I get hit somewhere in the parts of my body I mean, the only part of my butt, my body that wasn't hit at all was my private parts. Other than that, everything has o- almost been hit. So, like that being said, there were some times that my dad would kind of like hit me out of nowhere for no exact reason at all. And there are some times where people... At a young age. I don't know why. But like. I'm kind of like. 
I would say an emotional attractor or like I don't know because a lot lots of the parts of my life I don't know like I won't say like people with the facts actually but like there's like something quirky about them let's just say that so either like they have like severe social anxiety or like depression like i kind of like attract those kinds of people which i would say initially i would be honest like i was kind of like irritated because i would usually let's say isn't there like another person kind of like you know (laughs) is isn't there like another person that you could see like you could talk to you know look here's my my friend Fred, you could talk to Fred, you know, but like they don't want to go to Fred, they want to go to me. And on a certain level, I kind of like, I don't know if it's like a masochist type of thing, but like I just enjoyed and entertained like those kinds of people, not because of the experience that I know or like the experience that I've kind of like taken into account and how I can give constructive feedback to them but it's mostly how like I could explain it in this way I was kind of like deprived of like a self-esteem from like my dad that my mom kind of like filled it up in a whole new way now there's an argument that granted it wasn't like a father figure and you've kind of like wanted to like be, you know, be your own father figure yourself. But the thing is for me, as long as, you know, it doesn't get any personal, you know, you, it doesn't get like anywhere far or between. And granted, like I usually give like if i give you a mile i give you like extra five miles like that's me but my thing is Mm -hmm. as long as there's a way for me to support you i'll do it not because that i didn't experience that for my dad but more likely it's more like my mom did it for me so i want to kind of like do it for others and that's why i think i kind of like kept up with doing another podcast kind of like a mental detox because you know i want to be of help which actually was inspired and i'll be honest here mental detox was an inspired kind of thing from rescued because you guys are an excellent support to me and to the community so that's kind of like how i gave back well, that's awesome. That's really cool. I mean, you know that that's one of the reasons why we love dogs so much. Because no matter no matter who you are or what you feel or what you identify as, the dogs are always going to love you. They don't care about what you call yourself or what gender you identify with. If you identify with one, all they know is that they love you. And you know, that's why that's the biggest thing. That's what we aim for as people is we just want to just love people. We want everyone to feel loved. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. So that being said, 
I know that we're coming to the last lag of the show. And is there anything you guys want to say in the for the ending? Or is there anything you guys want to promote? If y'all ever need anything, feel free to reach out. Feel free to join our Discord, ask questions, reach out to us on any of the social media platforms. Kelly and I are always the ones who are going to answer everything. It's not lie. Kelly's going to be the one who mainly answers everything unless you directly reach out to me. <laughs> but, yeah. but that's okay. Cause if you need to get a hold of Nick, just say, I need to get a hold yeah. of Nick. And you always will be able to. We will be here for you no matter what. No matter who you are, what you are, anything at all, we will be there. As best we can. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to promote it, but I'll do it. Because they're an amazing company and I cannot just afford to, you know, just not give back any of that love that I've received from them. Rescuedeliquid.com. If you guys are able to hit that up, check that out, check those guys out. They do an amazing job with their juices. I rarely stand up for any companies and I, I rarely do. Because I haven't found like that kind of like company that has the same values as I do or has like the same stance as I do. But Rescued Eliquid is an awesome company. Feel free to check their juices out and any of their products at rescuedeliquid.com. And also, Kelly has a new podcast, by the way. So. If you guys are able to listen to it on SoundCloud and the name yeah. Spotify and all the yep. all those things. And it's called Stick It Where. Mm. So yes, Stick It Where <laughs> on Spotify. Check that out because that's an awesome podcast for us to listen to. Not just because that it's a banterish and you know, it's really like intellectual, but I think it's fun. I think it's a brand new idea. It's Lady Locker Mm. Room talk. So for all women and even for men who who likes women banter, check that out. And also, Rescued (laughs) Reviews is live every Wednesday night. That's for me, it usually goes by around 5 to 5 or 5.30 p.m. PST or... If you're in Eastern Time, that's 8 p.m. or 8.30 Eastern Time. And, you know, check those out. Say hi. And, you know, you'll probably enjoy the show. Because for me, it's not just a fun show. It's not just you get to see dogs and cool pets. But they're awesome individuals. You see them. they're They're not really a personality. You... What you see is what you get, basically. Well, Frank, yeah. do you want to know a secret that we're about to release? And you'll be the first show to hear about it. Ooh. Rescued is about to release their CBD gummies. And they will be in watermelon CBD and also peach rings with a melatonin. Ooh. 
Yep. We just finished all that tonight. So you are the first show to find out about it. We figured we'd give you it is official. a special sneak peek. Uh, I honestly felt ex- that this is an exclusive one and that this is <laughs> kind of like the, not the premiere but the teaser but like thank you guys i'm really honored for you guys to announce it on this show and thank you guys for what you do we're really horrible at keeping secrets sure <laughs> like when it comes to our business we we suck at that part like as soon as we finalize something we have to tell everyone mm. yeah we get excited easily and also, my memory's kind of like 10 second time. I forget about it if I don't mention it. <laughs> True. Like, I have honestly, sometimes I have a, a memory of kind of like a peanut. So, I'll be honest with you. That's kind of yeah. like me. So, that being said, yes, check those links out. I'll be putting the links on the description as well. So, that being said, again, as. I would usually say on my shows and this is a sign off at any given point in time that you think somebody doesn't think of you just remember my dms are always open and i'm here for you i love each and every one of y'all and stay home stay safe vape on and as well as we love you and we like you vape on guys <laughs>